news. Welcome back to Joystock, the internet's favourite podcast that sometimes involves gaming and sometimes it's three months late and you guys just have to put up with it. My name's Mike. I'm Lorenzo. And I'm Taylor. I'm I'm worth the wait. <laughs> you are you are worth the wait. We're all worth the wait. The irony of being a gaming podcast and being delayed. Hey, <laughs> that's right. A delayed podcast is eventually good. <laughs> that is true. But a bad podcast is bad forever. You know who said that? Hideo Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> and then he brought out Death Stranding. And he said, oh God. and he was just like, but that's the thing is, Hideo Kojima actually listens to a lot of podcasts. He's like a, he was like, I want a game where you, you understand the plight of Jeff Bezos. And you have to go to space in a giant cock rocket. <laughs> I can believe he said that. Yeah. But it's a game where you need to listen to podcasts. I don't know, I haven't played Death Stranding. This is just <laughs> my interpretation of events. <laughs> do, you, do you know who said a delayed game can be bad forever? The CEO of CD Projekt Red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, topical. Topical. Um, have you guys even played... Uh, cyberpunk yet because I have any no. hell no has it even gone nope. on sale I'm amazed if it hasn't gone on sale I don't uh, think it has I know this, it got the, taken off of sale uh, quote unquote <laughs> sale that they had on steam it was like five dollars well, five pounds $5 off that was it the balls. And I was like, you guys know that your game's broken eh like you can everyone globally knows that your game's broken and you're being like hi yeah get a fiver off it <laughs> this is our Tipo sale. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's, there was a there was a quote from you from early Joystock Taylor that I'll never forget now. And it was talking about Nintendo's sales, how stuff from Nintendo never goes on sale. And you went, 20 quid isn't a sale. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I think about that all the time now. Like, anytime something goes on sale and it's less than $20, I'm just like, $20 is near sale. It came, it's true, though. <laughs> like, see, see if it's a new game. If it's a brand new game or, like, a couple months old, £20 is an acceptable price for a new game on sale. In fact, that's a really good price for a new game on sale. Yep. An old game... Unless unless it's from EA, in which case, that's the point where you know they've abandoned it. Aye. Well, aye. Or you're going to pay 80 more dollars in uh, microtransactions. But... It, it's just like you see games you see games on even like PlayStation I've got that some is it the summer sale or something up the new. And I'm just Aye. like how are any of these games on sale? Like I dread to think what the people who bought a digital PlayStation five are going through right now because like <laughs> the games on digital like digital marketplace are so expensive compared to just normal like even going into a supermarket price. Like how is that Aye. justified? <laughs> I mean it's justified by I mean, right, okay, so this is one of the things I actually wanted to talk about is the fact that, like, Sony are kind of shit with their storefront. For years, I didn't actually think they were that bad, but there was a huge, like, a Twitter thread recently from, like, a bunch of indie devs that all kind of get together and bitch on Twitter because that's what you do on Twitter. Um, And they talked about, like, you know, it's impossible to be seen on Sony servers. Like, you, you literally can't that like it you have to pay something like fifty thousand to be featured 
and then if Damn. you're featured, you have to have a pre-order sale, and Sony takes some like forty percent of that. What? And so it was. Fucking so hell. it was just like. So it's just terrible. Um, I forget who. I forget like what thing it was, but they were like, "Here is the platform breakdown of everything that we've sold on Nintendo, everything we sold on Xbox, everything we sold on Steam, and all of them were like in the thousands." Right, you know, for like their DLC and everything, you mm-hmm. know, makes total sense. And then it was the PlayStation breakdown of the DLC of their game, and they had sold seven. <gasps> not seven thousand, not seven hundred. Seven. It's pretty fucking rough. I mean, it makes sense looking at the UI of the store and just everything's so huge, and it probably buries everything else. If, if you look at those numbers and just imagine that you know we decided right guys we've talked about games enough it's time that we make games i would i would struggle to find reason for us to target playstation as a platform with that i think unless you're a triple a or like in-house sony developer you've not really got much of a chance so i right a bun- bunch of stuff happened that like i want to talk about and the main one that I really want to talk about, just because I'm pure excited, is that Remedy, the guys that made Control, which has been like my game of the year for two years running, <laughs> they announced a partnership with 505 Games, who are who are the publishers of the last Control, which was kind of a surprise because 505's fucked them over with the Ultimate Edition, but that doesn't matter. What does matter is they were like, oh, we're making a brand new game set in the Control universe, that's a multiplayer game. Oh shit! And it's it's PVE, which normally means player versus everyone, but this means player versus environment. It's so always ideas been. It'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa! It's always been player then. versus environment. I, what are you? I thought it was player versus everyone. Like no, one, that's one player, player versus ver- everyone else. What? Mm, nope. No. Really? Are you sure? <laughs> See, PVP I thought was like one v one, and then PVE was like. One player versus everyone. No, 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 no. PVE has always meant player versus environment. When you're thinking of, like, one versus a bunch of other people, you're thinking of, like, asymmetrical multiplayer. There's no, like, you know, fancy... Like Dead by Daylight kind of thing. Yeah, like, that That was kind of what I was thinking. I thought, like, that... I thought Dead by Daylight was PVE. Uh, that's, no, that, that's asymmetrical. That's, like, when uh, you're one zombie versus, like, four people, right? Uh, or is it... Yeah. That's that's asymmetrical multiplayer. PvE, since, you know, I guess the WoW, you know, since WoW started, has meant player versus environment. Huh. There you go. Apparently I'm a fucking idiot. Bish. <laughs> well, anyway, we're getting a player versus environment game set in control, which sounds that's amazing. Cool. Yeah, I still, lo- I'm down for some like, co-op control. Still need to play it. You still no played it? Still no played it. However, I have a PS5 now. And I've got it on PlayStation, but I also have it on Steam, so I have options. Yeah, because uh, cause some, some sexy bastard got you on Steam. Yep. I don't play many games these days, though. Like, I'm playing Valhalla, and I think I'll be playing Valhalla for the rest of this year. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I haven't played Valhalla, but hold on. Be- be- before we get sidetracked, right, so we're getting the control multiplayer, but then they also announced that they're working on a full... Like a full fat control sequel, so I'm like, yes, this is amazing. Come in my pants, just erupt and come at my booby. 
left, right, and center. You're out of control. Yeah. I'll take control of my bobby and I'll come everywhere. <laughs> and then the other thing, right, on top of that is E3 happened. Yep. And we haven't fucking talked about it. Now, I know that Taylor is immediately rolling his eyes in the back of his head because Taylor didn't watch any E3. Did he? Nope. That's what I thought. <laughs> I mean, you did, like, you missed some things, but I would say no, overall, didn't. if you tried to watch all of it, you uh, you lost a lot of time that you will never get back. Uh, yep. Actually, but I watched the, I think I watched the Ubisoft one. That was all it. right. Because I was, I was actually going to try and watch them all this year, but I hate the way that it's laid out online, where it's just like a bunch of people that only just show you the conference or whatever. Or it's just a mess. So I, like, oh. I got the Ubisoft one and then just gave up. And I was like, to be fair, I really wasn't impressed with the Ubisoft one, so I was just like, oh well. No, the Ubisoft one was pish. Far Cry 6 looks alright. The only thing that Ubisoft revealed that made me even slightly excited was a new Mario Rabbids game. <laughs> <Not that. laughs> yeah. I mean... I, I quite like some of the Ubisoft games, but I mean, we got a new Assassin's Creed, so that kind of tides that over. Although the new thing that they're talking about for Assassin's Creed is just like, what the fuck? What are they talking about? I don't know if he's not in it, but it's Assassin's Creed Infinite. I don't know if it's actually going to come to anything, though, but um, it's meant to be almost like games as a service type Assassin's Creed game, which I'm like, hmm. I thought we were done with these. I thought this was like that phase had done, because Destiny's pretty much no a thing anymore. I mean, I know people probably still play it, but like, it's not as big as it was. The division came and went. Anthem tried and failed. Like, I thought no, these types. No, of hold games... on. An- you well, can't even say that Anthem tried and failed. Anthem failed. I don't think Anthem ever tried. <laughs> yeah, I think if you if you have a game that is actually good, you might see the games as a service model succeed. I, I mean, Destiny. I, I I know people will probably disagree, but I thought Destiny was fun. Like, I, I had a lot of fun with Destiny. I've never played anything. Right. Yeah, and Destiny, Destiny was fairly successful and for for a while. I mean, we're probably going to get Destiny 3 at some point. But, I mean, I didn't understand. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I was alright with the kind of bi-yearly Assassin's Creed historical RPG, big massive open world, go find shit, go kill shit. Like, that was a pretty decent formula that worked for me. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are we now having to fucking rock the boat and be like, oh, well... We can, cause like I don't know if he's ever played any Assassin's Creed multiplayer. I have. They're shite. <laughs> like, they are. Apart from Unity, which was alright, they're all pretty pish. And it's not a game that I really associate any multiplayer with. So, I don't know. Yeah. I I know why they're doing it, and it's because why only have someone pay for a game once every two years when you can have them pay for a game every month. I think it. I don't know if it's a, a subscription thing, but no. But I, no, I'm talking about like you know they'll do drops, like hey guys, mm. guys, guys, guys guess, what, guess what's in? No, it doesn't even matter about seasons. Guess what they're doing this? If you pay fucking five bucks, you have a chance at getting fucking Ezio Adetoni da Firenze skin in your new Assassin's Creed. I don't know if it's like that because they they talked about obviously comparing it to like Fortnite where I think it will be a seasons thing where it's like you go uh, on and you I don't know if it's whether you play through like a campaign in a season like Hitman it might actually be a bit like Hitman the new Hitman games like the episodic thing but I mean it might work I just I would rather just get the solid package every year and that'd be it especially considering there's like 
still a million different set like settings they could go for. I mean, I was kind of low key hoping that the next one was going to be set in Scotland, but I, I mean, not. we still only got one set in Japan, so boat sailed on that though. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima came out and was just like, ah, this is the game you wanted. So if they didn't know, it would just be like, eh. yeah. I mean, th- there was only one thing really that happened during E three that got me up at my chair excited, and that was they finally. After 19 years, announced a new Metroid game, a new 2D Metroid game. Yes. Fucking Metroid 5, Metroid Dread. And I properly, like, I, I streamed me doing, like, watching OE3, and if you went back and looked at them, you would just see me looking disappointed <laughs> the entire <laughs> time, right? Like, just kind of, like, facing my hands going, hey, I look shite. I guess I'll sorry. I might play that. Actually, there was one game. There was one game that kind of piqued my interest, but I just I'm hoping it will be a good game and not just like a flop. Because most things like that, they they're kind of like low radar type shit. Will flop. It's that um, skull and crosses. It's basically just black flags ship battles, but again, oh, yeah, I remember that. Hmm. I actually thought it looked really good. But that that was announced years ago. That was announced when I still lived in Scotland. I get like for what I seen of it, I was like, I'd play that. I mean, that is totally mm. that is a Taylor game if there ever was one. Oh, I. I mean, I yeah. love the fucking ship combat and Black Flag, but just the idea of something I can just pick up, slowly progress, put back down. Ah, that does me like. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty pumped for Metroid Dread. I mean, like from the from the moment the trailer showed the um, you know that like melee attack that Samus did in uh. The revamp Metro Two and Samus yeah. Returns, yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay, so they're going to take everything good about Two D Metroid and put it in here." And it was like, it was the bit where you know, like, "Oh, we're not gonna, we don't have anything Metroid Prime Four to show you, but here's this." And so I was like, "Of course, we're not getting into Metroid Prime Four. And then I saw like a wee bit of the the Samus and it came on Metroid Five, and I was like. <gasps> <laughs> like immediately <laughs> and then it came out Metroid Dread and I was like oh my god I was like just a, it was the only time that I actually fucking was like yes yes <laughs> there's something about the Metroid the entire Metroid franchise that it's like it's dark but it's not you know di- there's no despair you know I I, I can't stand the the you know, onslaught of games that everything's just brown and gray and like gritty. But like games with actual dark atmosphere, I can fuck with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Metroid Four, like Fusion, that was a fucking terrifying game, but it was colorful. It, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like the the first Halo is a great example of that as well. It's not a fucking, you know, it's not Call of Duty with browns and grays. It's, you know, even when you're fighting the Flood, you're fighting the Flood in these, like, neon backlit fucking tunnels and stuff. And I, mm-hmm. I fuck with that. You can see what's going on. And it's not, you know, and and you're and you're actually still having fun playing a video game and not getting sucked into this world where, like, everything is terrible. I mean, it's funny because, like, the first, the first like, brown shooter 
That should be the genre of brown shooters. Can we can we not do that? Can we not name it that genre? <laughs> I don't know, Taylor. What do you think? Can brown we call it a grey shooter? Obvious problems, but I, I get what you're saying. Right, uh, okay, the first the first brown shooter I ever played was Gears of War. Just f- put pallet. Put pallet in there. <laughs> I'm gonna come brown shoot you in the mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna brown shoot you in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Right, brown pallet shooter. The first brown pallet shooter, the the BPS, the first BPS ever there played, was a uh, was Gears of War, and that was a miserable huh. game, but it was amazing. Like, good, and what I mean, what I mean by miserable is? Gun. Do you remember remember the original trailer for Gears of War? The no. very first trailer, the very first cinematic trailer. I probably heard that the guy's name was Marcus Phoenix and laughed and just turned it off. <laughs> No, I didn't even have that. The very first trailer was cinematic. It was the first, like, cinematic trailer that ever, like, was out. It, it like, pioneered the genre. But it was, um... Is that the one where they're, like, charging in slow motion? And it had Mad World playing. Uh, is Mad World oh. the first one? Yep, Mad World is the first one. Are you sure that's not the second or third game? Positive it's the first one. I mean, I liked the, the one with Mad World in it. I do remember that, but I thought it was later in the series. No, that was that was game numero uno because that was what started like the big media charge about it. I mean, the first three Gears of War games are great. I mean, you mean the first numbered three numbered ones? Aye, wasn't first, it one the two first trilogy. Wasn't it aye, one two Judgment then three? Aye, the first like numerical trilogy because Judgment yeah. is fucking awful. I never even played it, oh, but I kind of want to. Nah, like nah. just, but I wanted just to say I have, you know, uh, like. <laughs> I mean, go for it, but I'm telling you right now, it's no good. <laughs> I've I mean, played it. Surprise me. I've played it three or four times now, on the highest difficulties and ever had, thinking maybe, but no. Every single time we get to judgment through the gears and beers era, we fucking hated it. In fact, you can go on my Instagram and just look at the documented hate for the game. It's so bad. That being said, it could potentially be a lot better than some of the new ones, because the new gears games are just. It's weird, right? Because try thinking how to put this, but Microsoft have got a habit of like they're like, "Hey, look at this amazing series we've got!" Right? We're gonna let you do your trilogy, and it's gonna be amazing. Then we're gonna make an entirely new studio, pilfer all your talent, <laughs> and then run it into the fucking ground. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's I didn't get it. Cause like, cause Taylor, you and I loved. Loved Halo. I still like Halo 4. Not Halo 4's Halo Four's fine. It was flawed, but it wasn't it wasn't like uh it... I think the problem with that though is that it wasn't like the impression I get from Black Tusk is that it's basically like the dedicated team behind Gears. Whereas like Bungie left, so it was just like a whole new like a whole people who made one game just disappeared and then they were like a bunch of guys, you can fucking make the next one. And they were like, everything yeah. came out the fuck we're doing. So, Gears still feels like Gears in some way. But Halo, like, I'm going with Guardians because I just don't know what the fuck that was. And I didn't really know how to feel about Infinite either. <laughs> no, like, the thing is, is, I've said before and I'll say it again. If, if they started off Halo Infinite by going, Chief, wake up! And then he wakes up, and it's the end of Halo Three. 
and they're like, and he's like, what the fuck? And she's just like, Chief, you've been in a coma for the last two games. Everything that you thought <laughs> happened, nothing happened. Now we're going to do it again. We're going to do Halo 4 again, but we're going to do it with like the mechanics of Halo 3, and you're going to fucking like it. And I'll be like, minted. <laughs> wow. I don't know, I'm getting a very Halo 1 vibe from it. I, I think it's a soft reboot, honestly, and I can't be fucked with it. No, I didn't can. I mean, I've not been excited about any Halo related in like four years now. Soft reboots are like soft bobbies. That are useless. <laughs> it's uh, you know, to me, like soft reboots are like film adaptations. Like, see when you get some really fucking good, like Ghost in the Shell, for example. You've got like the shit hot old classic anime, and then you get the Scarlett Johansson movie, which is eh, it's, it's all right, but it, you're never going to go and that's not going to be like your favourite of that media, like that series, franchise. Like, it's it's a thing that exists, and it's something you can show everyone. It's something that most people will be like, oh, no, the Ghost in the Shell, the one with Scarlett Johansson, but, like, it's never going to be the real deal. And I feel like that's kind of how soft reboots are, where it's just like, eh. Yeah. Like, they just exist. Like, soft reboots are... They just... Soft reboots don't work. Like, I know that they bring in money, but they don't work mechanically. Like, look at, um... Was it Terminator Genesis? Genesis? Gen- Genesis? <laughs> I know Genesis. it's Genesis, but... I know it's Genesis, right. but they couldn't fucking spell it right, so why should I say it right? Genesis. Yeah, Genesis. Oh. Anyway, so... That was, a, that was a soft reboot. As we all know. Because they were like, ah, you know, this will get people into it. But it fucking failed. Like, in, in everything it's out to do. Because if you tried to watch that without watching any other fucking Terminator movies, you're lost. You're like, what, what the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that? What the fuck? Who, how is John Connor a Terminator? Like, what? Like you, you didn't understand anything. And in fairness, if you've seen all the Terminator movies and you watch it, you're still like, I don't understand anything. Because it's a terrible movie. But, see if they just completely redid it. Like, they just were like, right, this is a brand new Terminator movie. You don't need to see anything else. We're telling the story from the beginning. Fair enough. We would all collectively roll our eyes and groan. But I guarantee you, it would do better than the soft reboot. Because the soft reboot just pisses off everybody. Whereas a reboot's just going to piss off most people. What happened to just making sequels? Like, can we not just get sequels? I mean, that's the one thing to relate it back to Gears. At least they're continuing on in a sequel-esque manner. Where all the old guys are old... And all the new young kids are the, the like the new face of the franchise. Yeah, which which I like. While I while I prefer me my gritty, old angry men that growl, um, <laughs> while I prefer all that, like at least it's the it's the baton passing. It's like here you must carry the torch now. I think the problem. Well, that's the whole thing, right? Like sequels are are more high risk when you think about it, because you can just reboot a franchise over and over and over again. And people will be like, oh, I like this at one point. I just will give this a chance. But when you fuck up a sequel, that's it. Think of how many people will never watch another Star Wars thing because of the new trilogy. Ah, uh, that's fair. But once again, the trilogy was a soft reboot. Well, that, 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 was because, that was because they tried to have it both ways. They tried to make a sequel and also play it safe. Yes, and it was terrible. It was terrible. I didn't understand why they didn't just take the already existing like extended universe content and make that. It would make such a better like franchise of movies. I'm willing to bet Disney couldn't get full 
full ownership. If they just fucking adapted the Thrawn trilogy, no one would have cared. Everyone would have been like amazing. But then they would have had to pay the creator of Thrawn. And Mickey. But they still used Thrawn in the series and everything. Thrawn's still a part of it. It's just like. No, they clearly hang is they, they they clearly know what they're doing as well because the Mandalorian was really good, so like they clearly I, know how yeah. to use the IP, and use it well. But in, for the first like for the big blockbuster films, they just went ah fuck it. Mm-hmm. It's like if you give a kid a fiver and you say right, you don't spend it all at once. But the kid's too busy salivating. He's like, I've got fucking money. Fuck, fuck! I need to spend it in case it somehow flies at my hand. I need to go fucking spend it on sweets. Oh fuck! Fuck! Give me, give me the fucking candy bars. Give some like and you, they're cramming all this stuff and they spend it all and then they're like, oh fuck! Uh, like <laughs> I could have bought a comic or or some, but like they don't think about that at the time. They're just too busy. Like oh my god, I have money. I have to spend it. It was like that with the Star Wars IP. As soon as Disney got, it, they were like, fucking green light everything. <laughs> we need Star Wars. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> like. And then that was it. They were like, right, okay, so we're going to do all that. And it was pish. Speaking of money and wanting to spend it, there's now so many things coming out, so so much hardware coming out in the second half of the year between the Switch OLED and the Steam Deck and also maybe someday the PS5s will hit the stores again. Uh, Maybe. I don't know what the fuck to get. (laughs) I've, I've pre-ordered a Steam Deck. Oh, shit. Which one? Oh, the, the fucking highest cost one because I'm a mug. <laughs> I keep looking at it and I'm like, oh, f- I, I could get the second best one. Like the, the $400 one, they clearly cut corners. But like the mid-tier one, sure. But it's only a little bit more money to get the fancy glass one. <laughs> yeah, that, that was kidding me. I yeah. think this, the Steam Deck's cool, but I will get absolutely no use of it. So I saw it and I was like, that's fucking great. And I do have a big Steam library, but I also have Game Pass, so I don't know if I can make full use of it. And then I started listening to other podcasts. Of course, this was like after all they all sold out until 2022. But I started listening to other podcasts that were like, yeah, you can sideload Windows and do all this other crazy shit uh, and do emulation. And I'm like, fuck! <laughs> yeah, like, do you know what the, the most ironic thing is? Is people were asking for a Switch Pro and, and then along came Valve. Well, the Steam Deck is powerful enough to run Yuzu, which is a Switch emulator, at native 4K. Holy so, shit. So, ironically, you can get the Switch emulator onto your Steam Deck and play <laughs> Switch games at a higher resolution and a better frame rate than you can on Nintendo's official hardware. Is that not just, like, the thing, though? Like, I mean, I know, like, don't get me wrong, I like the Switch, and I, but, like, I have been saying this for the last however long we've been doing this podcast that like with the Wii, with the Switch and it's the same every generational fucking jump that Nintendo are always just one step behind. Just make a fucking 4K console. That's what everyone else is doing. Why is that so difficult? Why are you always one step behind? Because Nintendo love to hide behind fucking um, statistics but they're statistics that are flawed. Like I think, didn't get me wrong and it was the one thing that I will say for Nintendo even like, I'm playing Breath of the Wild, you know. The 1080p on, like, the the Switch, with, like, how good that they are with their in-house games, doesn't really matter. It no, doesn't it looks, really matter. It looks that great, yeah. Aye, like, it doesn't need 4K, to be honest. However, 
for bragging rights in the dick measuring contest that is modern gaming, mm-hmm. why no just make a fucking 4K console? If people want to get a 4K Switch, they should be able to get a 4K Switch. Why? Yeah. We've got an OLED screen. That's fucking great if you take it out as docking station. I don't. like. So after the after the OLED was announced, people started talking about Nintendo's whole like you know product philosophy, which is called lateral thinking with withered technology. And like withered technology is such a an accurate statement for I... how they do things, like because they are just churning out all this stuff as as cheaply as possible with like the most, I guess, ubiquitous hardware that they can find, and. What's weird to me is that like I I felt like 4K was pretty ubiquitous at this point, but they're just again going the route of making toys over machines. Yeah, and they also they'll hide behind shit like they'll say, "Oh, only twelve percent of the market have 4K TVs," and it's like, "I but those are the twelve percent that spend the most fucking money." It's weird for me because, like, obviously when we got the new TV. And like be fine, like because four K, I just was like, I didn't need that. I'm never gonna get like. I know that I'm never gonna get it, but when it becomes like just the standard like 1080, that'll probably be when I get it. And then we got the four K, and obviously when you get four K, you want to fucking use it. So it's one of those things that, albeit it doesn't need to be like like I said, Nintendo doesn't need to be four K. It can be perfectly just as good in 1080p. Like the quality of the stuff that they make is really good. However, mm. when you when you're in a market for like like the PS5 for example or like the PlayStation Pro you don't fucking need it you don't even need a 4K native resolution but because you can have it and there's the option to have it you're going to take it mm-hmm. like why would you not take it it's like absolutely i want to see my pixel indie games at the sharpest resolution possible i want those pixels to fucking cut me that's how and sharp i want them <laughs> it is one thing i will say and i thought the 4K thing was bollocks but there's a noticeable fucking difference. Like there is. Like I hate to say it, and I hate to be that guy, but see, ever since we got the 4K TV, I, I just hate 1080p now. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, what, it's terrible. But I watched The Matrix in 4K, right? And for the record, still amazing, still holds up. Lawrence Fishburne has the holiest face I've ever seen on another human being. <laughs> Like I could see, I could see into every single one of that cunt's pores, every one of them. Right, just so you know, I've just spat water on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to hear that spit take on the mic, but I, I'm sorry. <laughs> but he does. He has the holiest face. Oh like, my God. It's, it's the only way to explain it. It's like fucking craters. There's some things that 4K just like you just kind of hide behind, and I think it's one thing you maybe notice as well. See, like older films when they obviously tried to hide behind the blush of like the resolution at the time, and when they upscale the movies, and you're like, oh, I really they wasn't did. meant to see that. They yeah. had the same conversation when TV went from standard def to high def. Like every newscaster was like, "Fucking cake on the makeup," because now you can see every fucking pore. And ironically. <laughs> Now with 4K, we can see every grain of makeup they apply. No that shit. is strange. It's so strange. In a lot of ways, like I will say that if you have like 60 FPS 4K watching a film, it can kind of take away from the experience a wee bit. Yeah. I, I don't think every film like depends on what it is because if it's a realistic like thingy, but like I think well, cause it's sometimes movies, 
movies are 24 frames per second typically yeah it didn't mean to interrupt you though continue taylor i think i don't know if it's just like a refresh rate that you can get in your tv when you make it look sharp like but it looks like it's i don't know but what it looks like it's it, a soap opera aye aye like it's got that sort of thingy it just sometimes can look off in a movie i believe it's called 100 hertz mode and you should turn that off it's only good for sports Aye. Um, it just makes oh. films look shit and stuff. It's great for live sports. See if you're watching mm. live sports, hundred hertz mm. all the way. If you're watching like anything else, take it off. Yeah, it's like being. It's kind of like being underwater. It's weird. Yeah, uh, it's just there's. I think it's there's a clip on YouTube. You can Google it if you want, and it's the 4K Gemini Man, and it's Will Smith, and because it's it is like the hundred hertz or whatever it is. It's like crystal clear, but it just looks like you're watching Will Smith walk about a field. Like you're just like, oh, there's Will Smith with a gun. Like it, it's just maybe if you watch the full film and got his character, but it, it, you kind of feel like your own set with him, and it takes away from it being a film. So I remember. Weird. Do you remember when The Hobbit came out and they did mm. like they did the forty-eight frames like, per second? Yeah, the forty-eight frames per second. Mm. I went and saw it at 48 frames per second and I thought it looked shit it just it it looked like they were all moving at high speed it looked like I was watching a fucking Benny Hill caricature <laughs> like it just it just didn't work there's the other thing with like 4k and cgi as well where it just like I, the one thing see all the marvel movies I think they're going to age so poorly like so so poorly especially 100%. like later down the line when they just got really fucking lazy with the cgi but yeah, yeah. That weird way where you can like, you can tell there's a green screen. Like in 1080 and like all the films that I'd watched over the years in 1080, like you know that most of the shit you're watching is CGI. But there's the suspension of disbelief because it it looks relatively fuck me, I kind of talk the day relatively real. But there's just like <laughs> in 4K sometimes you're just like he's literally just standing in front of a green screen. <laughs> I mean, so I watched I watched the half in the bag about Black Widow. Um, half in the bag that Red Letter Media does mm-hmm. but I didn't watch Black Widow because I didn't want to watch Black Widow but I did watch the half in the bag because I wanted to watch two guys talk about Black Widow uh, I kind of feel the same like I was tempted to go see it because I've not been to the cinema in over a year I didn't miss the cinema I same. didn't miss the cinema my, my brother my brother really misses it and he, like, he'll go to it every chance he gets I fucking hate the cinema and this is just a wee aside before I rip on Black Widow for a minute. But uh, the wee aside is just like, think about every time you've gone to the cinema. Now, I will admit that living here, I've had a couple of really decent cinema experiences where it's like there's been a big group of us and we've gone to see like Civil War or the Star Wars movies. Even though I fucking hate the Star Wars movies, it was still nice to experience that disappointment with everybody else. Even if it caused the only fallout Lorenzo and I have ever had. <laughs> I'm still right, Lorenzo. I'm still right. Still an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I seen Rogue One when I was in the States for you guys as well. Yeah, that's right. We saw Rogue One. That was a good one. Yeah. But I don't know. I there unless you're rich, you're not gonna get that set up. No. But the thing is, is it's like it's not about the setup though. Like I don't need I don't need to have surround sound and feel the rumble in my testes. All I need oh. is a screen. In a dark room. That's it. Like if I, f- like I fucking fall asleep watching YouTube on my iPad half the night, you know, like, and that's that's fine. 
because I'm still consuming the content, but like seeing the cinema, you're you're forced to like in a sold out screen. You're more often than not forced to sit next to some fat fuck who can't <laughs> keep his mouth shut. You know, like any time fucking Chris Pratt or Chris Evans or one of the Chris's, the fucking sea of Chris's, any time one of them wisecracks, you've got that fat fuck next to you going, ha ha, ha And he's like sitting there eating popcorn, it's all falling down his shirt and you can just hear a... <laughs> or next to you and you're just like, you're like, this is fucking terrible. And more, and like, Half the folk in the world don't fucking wash properly and you're being stuck in a fucking room with half of them and you're like, Christ, this is terrible. <laughs> and you're and not just that. It's 20 quid a fucking ticket now. You yes. want to go see something in 4K? That's 25, you fuck. And not to mention, can he, can he sneak in any snacks? No. If you got caught sneaking in snacks, you're banned. No getting a ticket refund, no, you prick. But instead, you're expected to fork out, what, another fucking 20 quid? 30 quid on fucking popcorn that tastes like fucking sawdust and soda that's fucking filled to the brim with ice. So you just get a tiny wee... Oh, that was refreshing. Yes, that was very good. Fuck cinemas. I can't even wait for them all to be closed down forever. <laughs> that was some great sucking foley, by the way. Yeah, it was. I liked that. That was took me right there. Thank you. Because you also know exactly how it feels. You're just like, yeah, I've... You know the one thing for me in cinemas that just gets me quite a lot of the things you said there, but it's the people who pay all that money. Obviously, same with being like an ever increasing thing to go and do. No, I will admit, I quite like the cinema. Like I quite like the big screen. I like the surround sound. Like mm-hmm. I, I think if you're going to see like a Marvel movie, it's just the perfect film to see in the cinema. Mm-hmm. And no, yeah, that may be kind of like I don't know the average Joe in me, but like I like it. <laughs> Nothing However, wrong with it. Aye, it's totally fine. However, yeah. the thing that fucking gets me is that there's arseholes that go to the cinema who paid the same money who want to just go in and talk like talk to each other the whole movie. What is that? That what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's do the that same shit people at home. who Aye, it's the same people who go to gigs now and instead of watching the fucking gig, they want to stand and talk and like video the gig on their phone whilst they talk to each other. Why are you there? Just YouTube it later, you cunt. Like, why did you leave the house? Why did you leave the house to fucking like talk through a film in the cinema? Like, fuck off. Aye, it makes no sense to me. I feel like every time I go into the cinema, I just end up wanting to fight someone. Yep. <laughs> to be fair, I feel the same way about pubs and various... Maybe I'm the problem, but like... No, 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 it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> it's just too many cunts. There are. There are. And that's the thing, is it's like... See, the pub the pub is alright for there to be cunts at because there's only like, you know, you to go to a pub is free. Yes, you're gonna pay exorbitant amounts for Alki, but to just go there, if you're just going there for the social aspect, it's free. True. If you you know if you go to the fucking if you go to a I don't know, if you go to a mall, that's free. You go to the cinema, that's no free. <laughs> like <laughs> You're there and you have to spend fucking 20 quid. Like That's what I mean. Like You're paying in mission to go in and like you can't even talk to each other properly because there's literally a, a movie playing mm-hmm. with like Dolby Atmos or whatever the fuck it is they've got blaring right at you. So you're having to like basically shout at the person you're talking to, mm-hmm. which automatically means that every fucking else, everyone else can hear you. Like, what are you doing? Or you have to do that shout whisper. Like, the kind of where it's like you're trying to whisper to be polite, but you have to yell it. So that hey, like 
popcorn, popcorn. I always love the people that are like when it's like a Marvel movie as well. They be like, "That's the Infinity Stone." It's talking about the Tesseract, like those cunts. <laughs> or the, or then you get you get the people that like clearly were dragged there that didn't want to be there. <laughs> you know. God. So you at every Transformers movie. <laughs> Pretty much, but no, I was going to say like the best example is. I can't think of any normal person that wants to go see a Fast and the Furious movie apart from for spectacle, you know? But the people that love... Family. The people, exactly. The people that love the Fast and the Furious movies, they'll drag whoever to go see it. So then they're going to watch it, and this person hasn't seen any since the third one. They're like... That's me. That is me. Who's Vin Diesel's character? I mean, that. have you not seen the first one? I, it's been like 20 years, I can't really remember. Well, Vin Diesel's character's a... Uh, it's, it's Dom. Alright, okay. Where's Paul Walker? He's dead. Is he? Uh, when did he die? What? How did he die? Did he die in the, did he die in the film? No, he's dead in real life. But I thought I saw him the other day. Aye, that film came out 20 years ago. <laughs> Oi! Shut the fuck up! Yeah, exactly! And then you get, and you're like... You're like, what? What was that? <laughs> he told was me that, prick! Hey, shut the fuck up, we're trying to watch the movie. I'll fuck it. Right, outside, mate. We're square go. Try to watch the fucking film, eh? Can all you cunts just shut up? All right, you you're fucking next, here. mate. You're fucking next. I'm trying to pump my messages up in the bag. Which is all shut the fuck up. I'm trying to film this. I'm fucking trying to sleep up here. I've got three fucking kids at home. Shut the fuck up. Can a homeless man not just sleep up the bag? Fuck me, man. <laughs> And that is why I don't go to the cinema anymore. That's <laughs> kind of good. We skipped the we did though. It was a good stuff. But um, oh, I, mean, I, nah, I totally agree. And so, Black Widow, right? I was watching the Red Letter Media thing about it, and there was the kept showing this clip of not Black Widow, but Black Widow's sister, who I, I don't know the fucking name of, because why should White I? White Widow. It's no, it's no White Widow, it's some like, it's like, her name is like Lassie McSpandex or something, I don't know. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, so Lassie McSpandex, she's at the top and she gets fucking blown up and it's, she's, and it's like the fakest, shitest looking explosion. It's like a huge massive explosion and she just gets catapulted away, she falls down a flight of fucking stairs, off another building, through a window, down the thing, lands and then just gets up. She has no cuts, no bruises, nothing. She just gets up and starts running. It's the most ridiculous thing. And she's no a superhero. <laughs> it makes me laugh as well, because the one thing I've seen, like, obviously, when when Marvel movies are big, like, Fast and I don't even know what you would call these movies. Like, just the big conglomerate movies. Yeah, franchise um, movies. Aye, like, proper high-budget fucking things. But, um... <laughs> the one, the wee blurb that I read about Black Widow was like, Black Widow, the one good thing that came out of it is the setup for the Hawkeye movie. And I was like, did you say a good thing? Because that, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm yet to see the good thing in that. Like, have we gotten to the point that we're making Hawkeye movies? Like, fair enough, we had the Avengers, Iron Man, Spider Man, like that, like, I, albeit I wasn't into it, but like, fair enough, those are pretty I mean, notable superheroes. At least Jeremy Renner has shown that he can carry a movie. <laughs> Aye. I mean, that's the one, I suppose the one good thing about the fucking MCU is the fact that they do actually have decent actors. Yeah, Just I mean, really horrible scripts. Really horrible scripts, and the fact that, like, 90% of it's CGI. 
Like, see for as much shit as people give the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, like, they used as many practical effects as they could in that. Like, the bit where Spider-Man swinging through the air and Mary Jane is, like, clung to him and she looks at him and is all smiling. As soon as you realise that that's a mannequin in that shot, (laughs) you will only ever see a mannequin in that (laughs) shot. But, whenever you first went and saw it, no one noticed it was a mannequin. Mm-hmm. Because you were just you were you were invested, you cared. The score's there, you're focusing on Mary Jane's smile, it looks amazing. Whereas you look at the fucking the newest Spider-Man movies and he's doing like quadruple flips everywhere and then you you can see it CGI. Like I'm like, I'll just fucking play Spider-Man in the PS4 or PS5. Like, it's the same experience apart from better, because I get to decide who I'm gonna shoot in the dick with a web. I had this conversation at work. I think not that long ago where I said here's the thing with Marvel and it's the thing that Marvel do every single time they bring a new media or a new like they go like they've done it in the comics for years they've done it in games when they try to build up a build up a universe they start off with great intentions and they usually start off really strong so like any event in the comics any game any whatever starts off like a really core strong concept it builds up fundamentally through like the first phase really well and it's brilliant everybody gets on board and then by the time you hit where we're at right now in the MCU, you've got so many offshoots, like TV shows, fucking minor characters having like full-blown like like things that you need to read to keep in tune with everything. There's time travel, like split universes, magic, like, and then obviously in the comics they throw the mutants in as well, which fucks everything up. But like, <laughs> this is the point we're at again with Marvel, and it's the thing that I, it's the point I always, always drop off at. I can't. It's the reason I can never finish Civil War either. Like, there's just so much inter, like intertwined bollocks about fucking. Yep. Obviously, you've got all the magic side of it with Doctor Strange. You've got all the fucking multiverse pish that they're introducing now, where it's like, well, actually, that happened in Universe fucking eight C. So Loki's actually there with this part, which means that you could drop, drop, fuck off. Like, <laughs> I, don't really I, ca- I don't care. Like, I don't care. Stop telling me that you're like. like ugh, I, can't, I can't even. I can't even it's get the, it. To bring up Lawrence Fishburne again, it's the the bit where he's like, "Stop trying to hit me and hit me in the Matrix." It's like, "Stop trying to impress me and impress me." <laughs> like, because you've watched a Watch Mojo video and you know like five things about the Marvel Universe, doesn't it impress me. I've read countless comics over the years. I know how all this transpires. No, I don't want to sound like a cunt. Like I don't want to sound like a cunt. I don't want to sound like the hipster guys like aren't read the comics. But like I read the comics. <laughs> I did read the comics. Like and these are just shite versions. It doesn't impress me that you can follow a simple storyline of collecting stones. Like fucking Hank Schrader for fucking breaking bad of the stone collection pay. Like <laughs> minerals Marie. <laughs> like that clearly got Lorenzo I forgot about that whole fucking thing what a great show that even like the stupid little shit was good that to me that's what Breaking Bad was it's just a bunch of stupid wee things what I want now is I want someone to like to like do a deep fake where Thanos is is Hank from Breaking Bad and it's just like you know like, I wouldn't even what are you gonna do with? If... What are you gonna do with a bunch of rocks? They're minerals. <laughs> <laughs> Does the snap? Like, oh. Someone Look, do it. that. It it pleases the mass majority 
I get it. They're in, they're easy to watch movies, easy to digest. It's when you try to make them anything other than that. Like at least the Fast and Furious series knows what it is. It's a movie. It for... knows it's shite. <laughs> Family, like, but like, let's be honest. It's, it's a movie it for gym li- rats. I it, it's family cars like right minted it's cool that's what that is right and to be honest the fact that they just keep making it more and more ridiculous I do you know what's next it... like do you know what's next for the fast and furious franchise they already announced it sort of it got leaked which as we all know in this day and age means they've announced it softly but they're trying to gauge reaction to see if it's uh-huh. actually going to go ahead they're doing a crossover movie between fast and the furious and jurassic park Shut up. <laughs> yes. Dead serious, right? And on one hand, I was like, oh my god, fuck's sake. But then I had a vision of Vin Diesel revving his engine, <laughs> driving up a brontosaurus to go through a T-Rex's skull. And I was like, I'd so, go see that. I was yeah. like, I would go see that. Like, I mean, like, I haven't seen... I'm, I am the guy that hasn't seen anything since Tokyo Drift. But I understand and appreciate what those films are. And they don't take themselves that seriously, which you know what, that's fine. It's like yeah. the Expendables. I fast, I think I saw Fast Furious, or what was it called? Fast and Furious, or the fourth but, one? But you're not getting, the thing for me is you're not getting deep lore videos or deep lore conversations with people about the Fast series. Like, people getting into like how somebody said something in movie fucking 13, so that could tie into this and actually means because somebody did this that I'm sorry, but you're giving the scriptwriters for Marvel way too much credit. I mean, like, we all know it's shite, but it's like McDonald's. Like, it pleases the vast majority of people. And sometimes, sometimes we're all in the mid for that. Sometimes we're in the mid for a wee wee Big Mac, you know? Mm -hmm. But as soon as they try and they're like, new from McDonald's, we have... fucking get off with that shite. You know, we have a prestige... Mac, the Mac Prestige. It's a new gourmet Angus patty. And blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, no. They tried to do fancy food. You remember that? Yes, and it was shite. It was was not good. Was that the signature burger? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't hate the Southwest one they had. Because it was like the cheapest way to get it. But it was only available for a week. Really? Yeah, they, they they had to rotate. It was like they had like one from every different, like it was like every month or every week or something. They they like rotated which what the what the burger was, mm. and it was so it's like just say you liked one, you know, you're only getting it for a month, and then after that, fuck you. I think the problem with like obviously saying like I can't believe we're actually discussing McDonald's, but like. A gourmet McDonald's just doesn't work. Like, the signature patties, for what I remember, had, like, a weird taste in them and the fact that their patties are so dry. But, like, the tea, like, your regular fucking Big Mac or whatever, like, you know what you're getting. You want the sauce, you want the cheese. The patty is irrelevant. It could be replaced with fucking Play-Doh. Like, it, it doesn't matter. That's good. When you eat that, it's good. But, like, when you're trying to kid me on that it's this extravagant, tasty burger, nah. Yeah. That's not your wheelhouse. Can we look at the can we look at the chat for two seconds at this photo I that did. I found? <laughs> Finn. Fucking <laughs> Vin Diesel looking at the rafter driving is fucking killing me. That's what it's gonna be. Like at that point it goes into pure absurdist territory. Yes. 
and I'm okay with that. Um, that's because, definitely okay. <laughs> because literally, like, uh, my brother was telling me, like, he saw the newest Fast and the Furious in the cinemas, and he was like, it was absolutely shite. They were fucking in space, drifting rockets. I heard of it. But the thing is, is that made me go, that kind of makes me want to see that. No <laughs> well, like, shit. It sounded so I was the same as you. I was the same as you, because, like, I'd only seen... To my understanding, I thought the series was kind of trying to take itself semi-serious, mm-hmm. but it was like obviously like over-the-top action. And then with the newest ones, it was like I'd go into space, and I was like, nah, they they are just ripping the piss now. Like they are. Yeah. The whole point of that series is just to see where the fuck they can take it, and people are still going to watch it. Like, imagine imagine having the kind of movie franchise series where you can just get together and be like, yeah, let's fuck around and do some stupid shit and make millions on billions. Yep. Let's be honest, right? I'm I'm okay with whatever they choose to cross over with. Like, I have no interest in the Transformers movies anymore. Masters of the Universe. <laughs> that would be amazing! Could you imagine fucking He-Man trying to drift the muscle car? <laughs> that would be amazing! I like, mean, surely the obvious choice is Transformers. It's Transformers, exactly. Uh. Yep. Like, and that's the thing is, I don't care about the Transformers movies, but see if I had fucking Vin Diesel trying to pilot Optimus Prime. Are you fucking kidding me? I would see that cool. in a heartbeat. Right, that would be pretty good. I think Fast and the Furious, honestly... <laughs> Sandwich Wiki, I heard you was family. <laughs> <laughs> but you could cross over Fast and the Furious with anything and it'll work. Uh, pretty much. Mm. It's like the perfect template to just make it work. But I mean, the thing is, is try it. Try it with anything and it works. Yep. Pride and Lord Prejudice. <laughs> yes! Are you kidding me? Fucking imagine I'm driving into Mount Doom with a car. <laughs> right? <laughs> fucking Pride and Prejudice. Like, that would work as well. I don't know what the fuck they would do, but it would work. <laughs> There's nothing they could do. The Super Mario movie. If fucking Vin Diesel turned up in it, I would be like, yes. Yup. Like, I'm trying to think of like a really, really, really stupid one. Like one that just But like it doesn't matter how serious or stupid you go, it works. <laughs> Can I honestly think of anything? Inception works. <laughs> oh god. Oh, they'll be driving up those buildings that are like flipping over themselves. <laughs> and it would be day. amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine them in the Matrix? Like everybody's wearing like the full black. I need cars. Again. Lots of cars. <laughs> I need cars. <laughs> <laughs> except, except it would be that would be. I need family. Lots of family. <laughs> Lots of family. <laughs> Vin Diesel turns up in the shelves. new John Wick. <laughs> the new John Wick, he's one of the assassins trying to kill John Wick. Oh, exactly. That's car. A, but imagine that. Imagine a crossover with John Wick. That would be fucking amazing. Jeez. It would be, it would be, it would be like, that would beat out Mad Max Fury Road for insane action. <laughs> But just just think about like John Wick or the Matrix or whatever. The idea of Keanu Reeves hanging out the side of Vin Diesel's car and it's all in bullet time and he's shooting through fucking car screens and they're all flipping everywhere and Vin Diesel's drifting around corners as Keanu Reeves is swung out the side going bang, bang, bang. (laughs) Weirdly enough, that was actually the visual I had in my head like when you said it. Exactly, because it just writes itself. Resident Evil. Sold. Get Paul W.S. Anderson on the phone right now. We're going to fucking make another one. Like... It works. Now, I think the Fast and Furious films are shite, as I'm sure you both do as well, because we have taste. I haven't seen a single one. <laughs> you're you're missing, like, very little stuff. The one thing you're missing is in Tokyo Drift, there's a scene where he's in the elevator, and we, his wee pal says, do you even know what DK stands for? And the guy turns, he goes, Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong. <laughs> 
that what the thing I will say, the one thing I will say, the first three films I really like. I'm I like them too. Like I'll because they're just about guys who drive cars. And it's just popcorn. Like you're just like you're, you're just like yeah. You, you, it's it's the Big Mac. They they are they fulfill your Big Mac needs or your chicken nugget mm-hmm. needs. But I don't know what happened. I don't know what board meeting they had going into four where they were just like, "Ken, what? Fuck it." Yep. Well, because they can still sell trilogy box sets if the fourth one bombs. <laughs> oh, well, that's it. But then the fourth one, they were just like, that's it. These guys are all superheroes now. Well, I forget <laughs> if it's the fourth or the fifth one, where they suddenly had like Vin Diesel turn into, the, turn into a monk. And it's like he picks up, he picks up like something from the ground. And everything around him reconstructs and he's watching it happen <laughs> in real time. That's that one. And I was like, I was like. What the fuck? When did he get superpowers? <laughs> and it turns out, no, he didn't. This is just, he's hes that good a detective now, apparently. The thing that like, made me laugh as well is the fact that they completely, like like I say, they've obviously gave up. Like, I don't think that these people writing these movies believe that they're like continuing on a like, narrative, you know what I mean? Like, bold of you to like assume they're, they're even written. I think they're an I, algorithm. I just throw stuff at a desk. <laughs> but I... Like the, the script for it of, looks like Charlie or Always Sunny in Philadelphia with a male and Peppy Sylvia. It's just they just throw darts <laughs> at it to pick plot points. <laughs> Vin Diesel car space, but like, see the first film, the whole narrative. Like, obviously, it's, it's like a meme at this point that Dom drives the Dodge Charger, like Dom yeah. and his Dodge Charger and family. But the whole point of that Dodge Charger in the first film is that he's fucking terrified of it. Like yeah. he doesn't want to drive the car because he's scared of it. It, like obviously it being like the whole thing about his anger and shit like that like being the big metaphor so like there's yeah. actually a really nice narrative there of the fact that like he's no wanting to drive this car that's him like going over the edge and then like every movie that Dom's in after that he's just cutting a bit in a Dodge Charger you're like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he clearly got over that's, his fear <laughs> that's I, like, character growth I, like, I was terrified of this car now I only drive yeah. muscle cars I just thought of the most amazing crossover I ju- it just come to me there are you ready? Go. Detective Pikachu. Wow. Right? Now, think would, about it for a minute. I would actually watch Dom and Detective Pikachu solve crimes. Wouldn't you? Like, I was actually thinking, I was like, I was like, ah, that would be kind of funny. But then I was like, no, actually, that would probably make a lot of narrative sense. Because <laughs> they're both detectives. Sort of. They both have superpowers. Sort of. And they both have, they both have dead family. <laughs> oh my god. But now I'm just picturing, like, Detective Pikachu about to get, like, you know, crushed by some huge Pokemon, and Dom just, like, drifts into it and smashes it into a wall. <laughs> and it's just fucking dead, and he's like, get in the car. And Detective Pikachu's like, what the fuck? No! What the fuck? No, and it's just... And that's what I'm saying, is, like, they've both got dead family. So it's like, you know, the... You just have, like, Detective Pikachu in the car being like... We we gotta find we gotta find I forget what his name is Lucas or something I don't know we gotta find Lucas and he's just like it's your boy don't worry we got this because we are family and he drifts into like a Pokemon battle <laughs> fucking knocks over a Nidoran right Pikachu gets out and he's like everyone I need I need your help we need to blah 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 like you know and then like the big bad Team Rocket comes in and they like you know start to reveal Pokemon and at that point. Dom pulls out a Pokeball from his belt, throws it in the arena, and it's fucking Charizard. 
Another thing that makes me laugh even more about the whole Dom family meme, and it's no like the whole family thing's funny. But the thing that gets me every time at the, on like TikTok is the song that they use. Anytime I hear that song, I just push myself. It's so perfect. Like I think it, I don't know if it's actually in the films or no, but it's like that. It's Spanish. It, it's just you hear the like, the wee, It's like Despacito almost the way it starts. And then it's just the, I'm not even going to butcher the Spanish language, but I <laughs> just hearing that just makes me piss myself every single time. <laughs> It's yeah. like his theme song, like <laughs> like his WWE theme song or something. Nice. It was Dom and WWE. That's that's another crossover. Could you imagine? <laughs> imagine WrestleMania, right? WrestleMania fucking thirty seven. That's that song. Exactly. No, and he fucking busts through the Titan Tron, lands in the <laughs> ring, and he jumps out and fucking kicks the shit out of John Cena. Are you kidding me? I oh would fucking God. love that. Like, oh, it, man. it's literally the perfect crossover. It can cross over anything. Any video game, it can cross over. Rocket League, done. That was easy. Fucking GTA, done. Easy. Like that, you just hear the rev of the engine at WrestleMania. <laughs> or ro- the Royal Rumble. I could see that. Yep. I could I could totally <laughs> see that. And then he just busts through the fucking... <laughs> Look, we've amazing. totally got sidetracked, but there's nothing the Fast and Furious franchise couldn't cross over with. Nothing. I cannot think of a single thing. Final Fantasy Seven. That would work. Fuck that. The whole fucking, no. the whole fucking, fucking Final Fantasy would... Fifteen. Oh wow, that'd be quality. Boys in the <laughs> car. <laughs> and it's a whole game about family. Yes. You boys got a brotherhood. We got a family. Then <laughs> that song plays. But then, like, that's the thing is, like, look at Final Fantasy VII, the whole thing where you're on the bike and you're having that whole, that that big, massive driving scene. Yeah. If fucking Dom turned up there, you would just be <laughs> like, yep, this this makes sense. Like, you wouldn't even bat an eyelid at it. <laughs> Man, I really want that now. There's, that, there's that nothing. I think the WWE thing just is perfect. Like, I, I honestly wish that happened. It might. That's that's what I'm saying. Is it's, well, they've it's got enough perfect. WWE guys in Fast and Furious for them to finally make it into WWE. So you never know. The song fucking slaps. I mean, and WWE are no stranger to fucking weird crossover. Did any see WWE maybe Scooby Doo? Uh, it was a fucking animated movie with John Cena fucking pushing a boulder up a cliff so that the Scooby and the gang can fucking get past. I mean, we th- we've pretty much discussed how Fast and Furious is the Scooby-Doo of movie franchises. Because they can just work <laughs> with anyone. But, that, but it's true, though. Like, it, I actually can't believe that it took this long for us to get to the real meat of this episode, which was to discuss the fact <laughs> that Fast and the Furious can fit in anything. <laughs> it's like the Gale theme goes with everything. Fast and the Furious <laughs> can cross over with anything. Uh, on that note. Yep. Control two. Featuring Dom Toretto. Man, I would I would play that. Are you kidding me? I like it it just works. I have no interest in fucking Fast and Furious, but I would play it. (laughs) Maybe that's what the Matrix 4 is gonna be. Honestly, I'm kinda excited to see what they do with the Matrix 4, because like in my head, even if it's shite, I'm I'm like I can just ignore it. You know? I just I love I love the fact that with all these series or like all these franchises, how they explain away age, like obviously like, like Terminator and stuff like that, like cancer robot. How the fuck does it age? Oh, it's the skin. Your skin ages. I decided the to skin. be an aged skin. Like okay, 
Like, well, maybe you should have got the fucking Peely skin for Fortnite, eh? Think about that, Arnie. Just Arnie flossing. But anyway, um, that that will happen the next fucking Terminator, guaranteed. It will be like. Can we, get, can we get Vin Diesel in the next episode? I'll fucking Johnstop. I'll tweet Fast him. Yeah, I will over. genuinely I will tweet him because Vin Diesel's a massive nerd. He plays D and D. He fucking loves all his comics and everything. I'm sure. I'm sure if we were big enough, Vin Diesel would come on and hang out with us, and it would be amazing. And he would he would probably rip on the Fast and Furious films as well. Like we'd be like, hey, guys, we're all family here, and he'd be like, yeah, guys, I I hear you, and I'm like, hey, hey, fucking Vin, Vin, say Superman, but say it slowly (laughs) so I can cry myself to sleep tonight. Oh my god! Again though, (laughs) Iron Giant crossover with Fast and Furious. Oh fuck! (laughs) There we go. I feel like I feel like the outro to this episode should just be you rhyming up like all the ideas for the Fast and Furious mixed with crossover. Like just fade it out, just a slow fade out, and Michael being like, "But then wait, the next <laughs> it would work." Like you could have a Fast and Furious cinematic universe. You could, like everything that we mentioned so far, He Man, Transformers. <laughs> yes. Oh, until Disney buys it and ruins it. Inevitably, inevitably. Aye. Mortal Kombat would be another one. That would be amazing. Car fatalities. Cartality. God, yeah, that it has to be better than the new Mortal Kombat movie. I always say, eh? Totally. Just Power Rangers, <laughs> Fast and Furious, Megazord. Well, I mean, they already they, they kind of already have that because there was Power Rangers Turbo way back in the day where yep. they literally <laughs> just drove cars that made a car Megazord. Just have <laughs> Dom be the fucking Green Ranger. Sold. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I really want one of these now. Exactly! That's the thing, is it's the perfect franchise for it. None of us care about it as its own standalone franchise. But see, it's a crossover event. Where's the Dom skin in Fortnite? <laughs> Needs to happen. Needs to happen. Like, I. I mean, Rocket I'm, League did it. Right? Shit. I mean. But what I'm saying is, I, I cannot think of anything that wouldn't work. Like I'm, I'm really struggling to think of anything that couldn't just work for it. Get people. In I'm the sure we're gonna get. To, we can probably get some tweets on this. I was gonna say get people to tweet in what they think might or might not work, and we can dismiss it. Just that use the, the whole. That's, that's our podcast now. That's what yeah, we do. Just use the hashtag uh, Fast and the Furious versus like Fast Fast and Furious vs, and then we'll look at them when they. Winner gets a copy of Fast and the Furious on Blu-ray, <laughs> signed by us. I actually have a copy of Fast and the Furious on Blu-ray that I will send it and sign nice. if anybody wants it. There you go, there you go. It's And this is a worldwide competition. I'm dead serious. I will fucking check Fast and the Furious VS for, for the next episode, and if anyone tweets it, anyone, I'm fucking, I'm happy to sign it. And I'll, I will I write how, some shit. I don't know how family. much it will cost to send it over to you guys to sign I, to then send it to the world. To be honest, I don't care. I'll fucking cover it. It doesn't matter that I'm skint and have no fucking money. I'll fucking cover it because this is worth it. Because guys, we're family. <laughs> because we're family. Right. Well, <laughs> that was fun. Yep. We. You know what? If we see if we play this right, guys, we could be in the next Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Can you imagine? Wow. <laughs> The joystick crossover that you've all waited for. Bye. We need we need to tweet Vin Diesel because like but they'll make us roll up in like the Fortnite bus because we're gamers. Oh, yeah, bro. 
and then <laughs> and one of us has to like the bus is flying through the air, drifting through the sky, and one of us is like, "Time to drop out!" and we jump without a parachute, and it's just like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> Shit. And we get eaten by the Tyrannosaurus from Jurassic Park, but then it's alright because Optimus Prime beheads the fucking T-Rex, saves us from its esophagus, <laughs> and we land in He-Man's arms. <laughs> you know what the ironic thing is? Is we've just described the plot of Ready Player Two. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, guys, it's been a it's been a very a very odd episode. I don't know. I don't know what you say, but. Oh, it's been a good one. Mm-hmm. So, hi. I don't know, you guys got anything else to say? See you next time. <laughs> right, well, until next time, guys. I'm Dom Toretto. I'm Scooby-Doo. We fed. <laughs> 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 Catch us all next time, guys. Yeah.